Hi, welcome to my podcast, Go For Two with Cargo. I'm your host, Cargo, and I'm joined by my co-host sometimes, Tyson, who is my two-year-old puppy. If this isn't your first time, hey, welcome back. And if you're new, hey, my name's Carlos, but everybody calls me Cargo, or Los. This is my podcast on where I keep you up to date on all 32 teams in the NFL, in season, and of course, during the offseason. During the NFL season, I got you covered on games, making predictions with some in-depth analysis, some fantasy football advice, and help break down some of the biggest headlines during the season. Now, during the offseason is where I like to go off. Get it? This is how my passion of football started. Since I was young, one of my favorite events was watching the NFL draft. Believe it or not, I used to write down every pick from player to team to even what school he went to. I grew up watching Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay talk about football prospects all day long. From trying to predict how teams will draft where a team will take the best available player or draft based on need. Now I've decided to share with you that same insight of my very own into my mock drafts. Now I'm not an expert, but it's always fun. I also like to cover free agent signing periods, and I also like to do a little quarterback shuffle where I create pairings for players to new places. I also, at the end of the offseason, will do an in-depth 32-team roster breakdown where I like to predict how their season will go and to see if they possibly did enough to make the playoffs and even possibly win a Super Bowl. Now, let's get started. Alrighty, guys. So with the NFL season starting in about less than 30 days, you know, I've decided to do a basically a team report where I'm going to be breaking down um, everything that happened last year, this offseason, and what I think this team will do um, in the future and how I think they're going to finish out in the um, the divisional and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, make sure you tune in for this one. Alrighty guys, so today's team is going to be the Carolina Panthers. Last year they finished 5-12, and fourth in the NFC South here. So uh, just some, some, some of the uh, stats I'm going to read off here. Um, Sam Donald in 12 games last year, 9 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Chuba Hubbard actually led the team in rushing with 612 yards, 5 rushing touchdowns, and 1 receiving touchdown. CMC in seven games had 442 yards rushing, one rushing touchdown, and one receiving touchdown. Um, Last year, DJ Moore led the wide receiver group in 1,100 yards and four receiving touchdowns. Robbie Anderson, 519 yards and five receiving touchdowns here. So on offense, this was a group that struggled. Obviously, they had multiple quarterbacks last year. Um, with Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, P.J. Walker. Um, they only averaged about 17 points per game, which was 29th best in the NFL. Uh, they averaged about 298 yards of total offense, 30th best in the NFL. 190 yards passing per game, 29th best. 108 yards rushing per game, 20th best. Uh, 14 passing touchdowns, which was second worst in the league. Uh, A total of 21 interceptions last year, which was the worst in the league last year. Uh, Not to mention they also allowed 
52 sacks, fourth most in the league last year. Uh, only 11 rushing touchdowns, which was 27th best in the NFL. And then on the defensive side of the ball, um, Shaq Thompson, um, Deontay Jackson, Stephon Gilmore all had two interceptions each. Hassan Reddick last year, uh, 11 sacks. Brian Burns, three sacks. Your third, Gross Matos, three and a half sacks. Derek Brown, three sacks as well. On defense, they allowed 23 points per game, which was 21st best in the NFL. They only allowed 305 yards of total offense per game, which was actually second best in the NFL. They only allowed 192 yards passing per game, which was fourth best in the NFL. 113 yards rushing per game, 18th best in the NFL. Allowed 26 passing touchdowns, 15th best in the NFL. Uh, nine interceptions for this defense, um, tied for 26 best in the NFL. This team did have 39 sacks last year, which was actually fourth best in the NFL. And then uh, 16 rushing touchdowns allowed, which was 18th best in the NFL here. So some of the losses for the Carolina Panthers, um, Hassan Reddick um, had 11, and a half, uh, 11 sacks last year. He leaves to Philadelphia. Jermaine Carter, Daquan Jones, Stephon Gilmore. Some of the additions, um, obviously the biggest one was uh, Baker Mayfield uh, via trade, Bradley Bozeman, Austin Corbett, Matt Ioannidis, Damian Wilson, Corey Littleton, Xavier Woods, Zane Gonzalez, and Johnny Eckler here. Let's see. So uh, the biggest thing this offseason was obviously the um, no Deshaun Watson. Okay, you know, uh, Deshaun didn't want to go play there for some reason. Uh, you know, I think this is going to be a big year for Matt Rule. Um, you know, I've, I've been saying this for quite a while now. Um, a couple of years ago when they had Matt Nagy and the year they drafted Justin Fields, I said that maybe they should have just fired him and just started fresh and just see maybe that the new head coach then wanted to take Justin Fields. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of thinking the same thing right now with Matt Rule here. It's like, you know, I, I love how aggressive he's become in going out and acquiring quarterbacks and stuff like that. Um, definitely fighting for his job out here, which, you know, you kind of want to see. Uh, but you just don't want it to be at the expense of this future here um, because there are a lot of really good players here on this team. So um, looking at the quarterback position, really, though, um, you know, I, I honestly thought Sam Darnold was going to turn this team around last year. Once again, he just uh, failed to make good decisions and failed to stay healthy. Um, so then they brought in uh, Baker Mayfield. So um, obviously there's an interesting dynamic here just because – um, both of these guys are very high draft picks. Um, and at the end of the day, um, Baker Mayfield actually just got announced as the starting quarterback. Okay. So I do think he's going to be an upgrade over Sam Darnold. Um, I know that Baker's probably got a big chip on his shoulder right now that he wants to prove all the doubters wrong and stuff like that. You know, everything he had to deal with in Cleveland. Um, let's not forget that Baker Mayfield led the Cleveland Browns to their first playoff win in over, what, a decade? So um, he has the ability and the potential to do it. Now, what they do with Sam Donald is going to be interesting. Um, 
I don't see them trading Sam Darnold, um, especially with the injury to Matt Corral. Um, he was a third round pick that they took. You know, it, you kind of wonder if maybe that third round pick you could have, you know, done something different with that. Um, if you were going to go get Baker Mayfield or whatever the case was, but you know, looking at it right now, um, Sam Darnold, I think is going to be a good backup. You know, and I think. You know, starting Baker is good. If he struggles, hey, you take him out, and then Sam Darnold comes in, he plays well, you still win in that situation. But I don't think you win if you start Sam Darnold and he struggles, and then you put Baker in and he starts winning games, you know. So um, I like the thought process here. Um, They have a chance to be in a win-win situation, which rarely, if you have more than one quarterback, you're not in a win-win situation here. Um. Looking at this offense now, looking at the running back position, um, you know, we already know how great of a player Christian McCaffrey is. Uh, There's no denying that if he's healthy, he's one of the best running backs in the NFL here. Um, And then as far as fantasy, um, I can tell you that I actually have the first pick in a couple of leagues here this year. Am I taking CMC? I'm not too sure yet. Um, you know, just I think the upside is there, though. You still have to draft him one or two. Um, you know, injuries happen to everybody. Uh, but, I'm, you know, I obviously hope that he can stay healthy because he's super dynamic. And what he does for this offense is insane. Um, they also have Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman, who are both really viable starters. I'm not sure who I want as a handcuff in this situation. Typically, if there's two guys there, um, there's going to be a running back by committee if CMC does go down. Um, looking at the wide receiver group, um, you know, this is a very talented wide receiver group. I think, um, you know, you have a guy like DJ Moore, who was a uh, former, I believe he was a uh, second, uh, he was a first round pick a couple of years ago. Um, he's one of those guys like Terry McLaurin, who's just quarterback proof. This guy is just a baller. He's great with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, and I think with Baker, he could put up some bigger numbers this year. Uh, just remember that he had Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, and Cam Noon as his quarterback last year. Um, Robbie Anderson was a really big surprise for me last year. I thought him and Sam Darnold would have had a better connection. Would have th- I would have thought he'd put up some better numbers, but didn't. Um, and I think Terrence Marshall, his second-round pick last year out of LSU, has a chance to um, take Robbie as the second-leading uh, wide receiver on that team. Um, and there is some depth here as well with the Rashad Higgins coming over from Cleveland. He's very familiar with Baker. So he's a guy that could possibly find his way into the lineup. And uh, Shai Smith, who is a, um, I believe, a seventh-round pick a couple years ago, um, has some abilities as well here. So um, as far as fantasy, you definitely got to draft DJ Moore. Um, I, I'm not sure who's going to be the guy who steps up next to him, but yeah, so be it. Uh, the tight end position is going to be interesting. Uh, Tommy Tremble is a, um, let's see, I believe he's a former fourth-round pick out of Notre Dame. Um, and then they still have Ian Thomas, too. This tight end group has been non-existent over the last couple of years. Um, I think last year they didn't have a single tight end with over 100 yards receiving in a season. So hopefully they can incorporate the tight end a little bit more. Um especially if they're healthy. Um, I know that they're struggling with some issues, injuries already, already. Uh, looking at this offensive line group, obviously um, they gave up the fifth most sacks last year. Um, I love what they did in the offseason, just addressing um, the almost the entire offensive line. We have four new starters here. So um, looking at left tackle, it's going to be their first round pick, 
Iki Ignua. Um, he's going to be a guy that you plug and play um, as a left tackle. Um, kind of has like that Makai Beckton uh, stature. You know, we'll see if he can be able to clean up his technique because uh, they're going to need him on that left side. Um, and even even though he could struggle, they still have Brady Christensen, who was, I think was a second-round pick last year, uh, for some more depth as well. Um, they brought in left guard Michael Jordan, <laughs> not the Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan. Um, he's coming over from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they still have Deontay Brown, um, another offensive lineman they drafted last year out of Alabama. At the center position, they brought in Bradley Boozman, who right now is dealing with an injury, but they still have uh, last year starter in Pat Eflin. Um, at the right guard, they brought in Austin Corbett from the Los Angeles Rams to give them an upgrade there. And then at right tackle, there's Tyler Moten, who's been their most consistent offensive lineman, and they still have Cameron Irving um, as a backup here. So um, looking at this offensive line, I, I think um, they you, you want to say they should be better, but there's still some question marks here for me. Um, and I think that's where they could struggle uh, protecting the quarterback here. On defense, um, you know, obviously the biggest loss was Hassan Reddick. Um, but, you know, they do have Brian Burns, who is a former first-round pick a couple of years ago. Um, he had, what was it, like a nine-and-a-half sacks last year, uh, nine sacks last year. Um, I think he could definitely be a double-digit sack guy. Um, it's just going to be really up to um, Yuther Gross Matos. He's another first-round pick a couple of years ago that needs to step up and play big. Um, I think he has the ability, and I think he can do well. Um you know, opposite Brian Burns, uh, because they have some pretty nice interior players. They brought in Matt Ioannidis over from the Washington Commanders, who's been really consistent, played at a high level um, when healthy. He's also a former Temple guy, which, you know, Matt Rule loves the Temple guys. Um, and then they also have Derek Brown, who is a uh, top pick uh, in 2020, I'm, I'm hoping to see, you know, a growth from him because this defensive line um, has a lot of talent. They just need to start playing to the level that they should be. Looking at the linebacker group here, um, it's going to be led by Shaq Thompson, who learned from Lou Keekley, one of the best linebackers in the game, who also learned from uh, uh, Thomas, uh, uh, Thomas Davis. Yeah. Um, so this linebacker group is going to be kind of interesting to watch. Um, they brought in Damian Wilson over from the Chiefs, Corey Littleton from the Raiders. Um, this is going to be a big position battle for them at linebacker, I'm sure. Uh, and then looking at the secondary, um, kind of got through a little bit of some changes. The secondary is really young. Um, they obviously brought back Deontay Jackson. They had their top pick in J.C. Horn last year who um, had – had a really good rookie year, um, started off rough, but, you know, towards the end of the season, played a lot better. After that, I'm really not sure who they have. Um, I know that they have C.J. Henderson, who's also a former first-round pick. Um, hopefully another year in the system for him, he can start to develop. Um, and then safety position group, uh, Jeremy Chin, super underrated player. This guy is literally all over the field. He plays linebacker, safety, corner, um, edge rusher. Um, he just really does it all. He's always around the ball. Super underrated player. If you don't know who he is, you should definitely go look him up. And then they brought in former Cowboy, former Viking, Xavier Woods, who had a really good year last year, hopefully to help sure up that secondary 
um, in the back end here. So, um, and I thought it was really interesting that they went out and got Zane Gonzalez and Johnny Heckler um, in the special teams. Um, you know, that just shows that Matt Rule is definitely feeling the pressure. This is a make-or-break year for him. Um, and then offensively, um, you know, the offensive line is still a concern. The quarterback is going to be a concern. But I think they have the opportunity – they have the talent to do it. Um, I just don't think they're going to be able to get it together. Um, I do think they'll be better, though, in the sense that, you know, the games will be more competitive. You know, they might go from – six wins to, you know, seven wins max, really. Um, it's just a tough division to be in with the uh, Saints and the Buccaneers here. And then once again, too, like I said, I really like the players on defense. I just think they're kind of young. Um, so there's a little bit of an unknown there. So um, Carolina Panthers could be a wild card. Um, I don't really think so. I think they're going to go back to about being uh, six to seven wins here, okay? Thank you guys for listening, and please feel free to reach out to me via social media. Uh, my IG is carlosgus17 and Twitter carlosgus3.